Hello everyone, my name is Wedderwanomran, and this is my channel, A Pace to Fear God. This is where we learn about God, His beloved Son, Jesus Christ, and our kingdom purpose, the three most important subjects that we can ever learn about, talk about, or discuss in the entire Holy Bible, John chapter 17, verse 3. The subject for you and myself today is captioned Submission and its Difficulties. However, before I get into that, I once again have a tune that some of us might enjoy. Once again, the subject that I have prepared for you and myself today is captioned Submission and its Difficulties. Submission is essentially the ability to willingly comply with principles. And this both goes for the natural realm, the physical realm, and the spiritual realm. There are many people in this world that are proud to pay their taxes. It is a responsibility to them. They don't see it as a burden. They see it as something that is their job. And they go ahead and proudly pay it. And there are also people who are threatened by the government. They are encouraged, continuously encouraged to obey government rules. So both in the natural realm and spiritual realm, the ideas of submission and the ideas of feeling too big to be submissive do exist. Many Christians in this world are being threatened by God, like Matt, in order to obey and keep his commandments. It is worth noting that submission does not take place where there is continuous threatening and encouragement because submission is supposed to come from the heart. It is very important we understand Anytime we insist on submission, we force it, we try to make sure they are submissive, submission is dead at that point because it's supposed to come from our hearts. We have to love and believe in our leaders and as a result, be submissive to them. Like many citizens are to their governments, how many children are to their parents, etc. It's very important we keep this in mind. Amos chapter 3 verse 3 helps us to understand a key part of submission. Can two walk together except they be agreed? Many people don't understand this. They think they can be a hypocrite. They can go 50-50 and they think they're being submissive to God. No, that's not how submission works. We have to agree with God's principles. That is why people who are unequally yoked with unrighteousness are hypocrites because light cannot match darkness. 2 Corinthians chapter 6 from verses 14 to 16. Therefore, it's very important that we agree with God's principles. We are righteously agreeing with God's ideas because submission is only in that quarter. And a really good example of somebody who had agreements and good treaties with God was Jesus Christ himself. He was submissive. In Philippians chapter 2, from verses 6 to 11, or from verses 6 to 8, when St. Paul was reflecting on the extreme humility of Jesus Christ, he did not say that God forced submission on him. And then, because he felt afraid, then he decided to go pay the ransom. No, he said that Jesus Christ humbled himself. God didn't 
play any role in trying to make sure he paid the ransom sacrifice. No, it was a kind of project that he set up and Jesus Christ volunteered to do it. And he humbled himself so that the various trials and temptations that would come upon him wouldn't make him too proud or wouldn't make him lose control of what he was supposed to be doing. He humbled himself before God. And people who do such things are going to be exalted according to Luke chapter 14, verse 11, Matthew chapter 23, verse 12, and Ezekiel chapter 21, verse 26. When Jesus Christ was on earth, he himself made it known to everybody, the disciples, and anybody else who cared to listen to him, that even though he was a powerful person, both on earth, even though he was poor, and in heaven also, he was so submissive to God that he could not exist without God, because of course God created him. John chapter 5 verse 26. For I can of my own self do nothing. As I hear, I judge, and my judgment is just, because I seek not my own will, but the will of the Father which hath sent me. John chapter 5 verse 30. Many people also claim this too. I know God created me. I know that I can't exist without God's help and assistance, but they don't really prove it because they are going about praying to God for things that don't matter, trying to bring things up to God that don't even matter at all, the superfluity of naughtiness in James chapter 1, verse 21. However, it is very important that we are submissive to God, and we have to contrast what Jesus Christ had been doing, that sign of humility, righteousness, and meekness with the behavior of Satan the devil, who was very close to Jesus in the sense that, of course, they were mates, but they were very far when it came to their reaction to God's laws and principles. In Isaiah chapter 14, from verses 12 to 14, Satan the devil in his own heart, this is how Jesus Christ in his own heart had wanted to be submissive to God, Satan the devil had told himself, I want to be like the Most High. I want to be like God Himself. He wanted to not have to deal with authority, but of course, he wanted people to see him as authority. So that was how he ended up trying to do various things so that his own will and desires could come to pass. However, it is very interesting to read the previous verses, Isaiah chapter 14, verse 1, up to verse 11, and even up to verse 20, because it describes the kind of situation Satan the devil was in. In verse 9, it says that hell was excited to meet him, meaning that the idea of destruction was waiting for him and rejoiced at his coming. It is very interesting to read this, but at the same time, also very important that we learn from such things. People who are not submissive are never going to benefit because submission is key to success of any kind. People who try to make shortcuts, people who try to go around it will never find success. They will never find peace. They will only find destruction, failure, and a never-ending big mess. Then, there are other examples of people in the Bible who were submissive, like David. David was very submissive as well because he cared about God's principles. Even when he had very clear opportunities to disobey them, maybe nobody would have come after him, he still put them first, like in 1 Samuel chapter 24, in verses 10 and 11, and chapter 26, in verses 8 and 9. David the Psalmist had the opportunity twice to kill Saul, because he was the main adversary of David. He wanted him gone so that his son Jonathan could take over the throne and generations could continue in his own name. However, of course, God was not with Saul. And as a result of Saul's envy, he was pursuing David. And David for years was in the wilderness. However, when 
David had the opportunity to kill him when Saul wasn't aware of his presence. Instead of doing that, and all the other men of David, keep that in mind, were telling, kill this man, just kill him so that we can finally live our own peaceful lives, David was submissive to God, and as a result, did not take their advice. Even though many people would think it's equal justice, he did that to us, so we should do that to him in revenge. No, he was submissive to God, and he knew that God would not exactly be too pleased with that. So instead, he said, no, I'm not going to do that. He even cut a piece of Saul's robe just to tell him, I had the opportunity to do this to you, and the men behind me, or with me, also wanted me to do it. But because I was submissive, I said no. It's very important we learn from such people, because submission, like I said before, is the key to peace. Now, why is submission so difficult for some people? Well, it's probably because they use one of these four attributes during their daily lives. And those are pride, lust, disbelief, or not believing in authority, and having your own ideas or personal righteousness. Now, let's start off with pride. The reason why pride kills submission is because people who are proud and full of themselves can't become humble because, of course, pride is the exact opposite of humility. People who are proud will not seek after God because God is not in all his thoughts. According to Psalms chapter 10 verse 4, people who are proud and are full of themselves will never fear God. According to Psalms chapter 36 verse 1 and chapter 14 verse 1 and chapter 53 verse 1. Therefore, it's very important that if we are proud, we change that idea to humility. Because people who were proud before God were buffeted, like Satan the devil. And another example is King Nebuchadnezzar. Because... He had been so proud that he looked at himself in the kingdom that he was ruling and said, nobody can be like me. Until he was humiliated and he learned humility the hard way. We should learn it the easy way by telling ourselves, I know that I am proud and I know that being proud ends up me knowing nothing. According to 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 4. And the leaders of this world also fall into that category. The reason why there are riots, the reason why there are wars, the First World War, the Second World War, is based on the idea and concept of pride. They don't care about their citizens. They don't care about the fact that the citizens are the ones that brought those people up, not themselves. And as a result, they are sometimes overthrown or they just forget themselves there. They don't really understand why they were there to begin with. Which is why, if we are leaders, or whoever we are, we must be submissive before God. Because people who are like that, as I already said before, are going to be lifted up. Luke chapter 14, verse 11. And people who are thinking that they are the heavens, essentially. There is no God. And they are the ones that bridge the sky and everything, those are going to be the people that will be abased and nobody can lift them up from that position that they will be brought down to. Luke chapter 14 verse 11, Ezekiel chapter 21 verse 26, and Matthew chapter 23 verse 12. And then there is lust. And the reason why lust is a big killer of the idea of submission is because God had something in mind when he created this world. This people have I formed for myself, they shall show forth my praise. Isaiah chapter 43 verse 21. However, though humanity was created in perfection, we decided to seek out many inventions as a result of our lust for other things out of the boundaries or ideas that God created for humankind. According to Ecclesiastes chapter 7 verse 29, Psalm chapter 99 verse 8, and chapter 106 in verses 29 and 30, specifically verse 29. 
And they says continuously been growing. And in the parable of the sower, specifically Matthew chapter 13, verse 22, Jesus Christ said when he was interpreting what he'd said in Matthew chapter 13, from verses 1 to 9, that the idea of lust and the cares of this world is like thorns. It chokes the word. It prevents the word from surviving. When we lust for things, it prevents the idea of submission from prevailing. That is why we should never love the world. Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. For if any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world passeth away, and the lust thereof. But he that doeth the will of the Lord abideth forever. 1 John chapter 2, from verses 15 to 17. Therefore, if any of us are lustful, as it is a very common attribute, we must get rid of it, because it was the same kind of idea that killed Adam and Eve's ability to live eternally. It was the same kind of idea that killed Satan's ability. It was just something that continuously prevented people from being submissive. So if we are lustful before God, it is very important that we pray to him to heal us. And of course, in our own time, we try to work on ourselves and meditate to make sure that we can get such things out. And then there is disbelief, and it's very obvious why people who don't believe in their leaders can't submit to them. Like King, King Amaziah, he did what was right in the sight of the Lord, he attended the Feast of Tabernacles, he did burnt offerings, all those kinds of things, but he didn't really believe in God. Second Chronicles chapter 25 and verses 1 and 2, and St. Paul strictly said that, but without faith it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. In Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6, Therefore we must trust in the Lord forever, for in the Lord Jehovah is everlasting strength. Isaiah chapter 26, verse 4, If we see ourselves not really trusting in God, trusting in the Lord with all thy heart, and not leaning on to our own understanding, Proverbs chapter 3, from verses 5 to 7, then just like the other things I've said, we must pray to God to help us, because I can't emphasize this enough. Many people hear everything that I'm saying right now, they know it, but then when they go home in their own private, quiet lives, they don't really do it at all. We have to understand, as Christians, it's me and you, the viewer, that we have to really believe in God because it's not just believing in God. If we don't believe in our parents if we're children, we cannot submit to them. If we're wives and we don't believe in our husbands, we can't submit to them. If we're citizens and we don't believe in the government, we can't submit to them. So the idea of believing in authority is the key to submission, which is the key to, of course, having success. It's very important that we understand how this chain works and how this entire idea brings success to us if we just accept it. And the fourth thing that can make submission extremely difficult is the idea idea of not having one ideas, but trying to insist on those ideas. It's no more a suggestion, but it's something that must be taken. And apologies, ladies, but this is something that unfortunately makes relationships between a pilot and the passenger very difficult. In the beginning, I talked about, can two walk together except they be agreed? Amos chapter 3, verse 3. If they are not agreed, the answer is unfortunately no. Therefore, we have to acknowledge that there must be a leader in something. There can't be two captains in one boat. We shouldn't be comparing, oh, I've got the career. No, I've got the title. No, 
It's the fact that in order to have success, there must be a passenger and there must be a pilot. And it's not just in marriages or these kinds of relationships. It also goes from workers to boss. People who think that they should be the ones to have their ideas taken are fired. That's just how it works. People in the government who are trying to tell the president, I am the one who should be deciding, are fired. So it's important we understand, it's not just in marriages that all this idea of submission is stressed, stressed, stressed. No, same goes with the workplace, same goes with every place where authority exists. But it's important we understand, marriages can't have that kind of success that was initiated in Genesis chapter 2 and verses 23 and 24, except if wives submit to their husbands in everything. Ephesians chapter 5, in verses 22 and 24, and First Peter chapter 3, from verses 1 to 6. Now, St. Paul wasn't emphasizing everything, 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 in the sense that it's now oppression. It's now this really hard thing. We have to make the correct decision on who we marry so that when it comes to submission, it becomes very easy. That's why it's not good to just marry because of any other reason. But I like this person, and I want to use the institution of marriage to submit to this person. Anytime we go ahead and comply with such principles as these, our relationships with whether a man or a woman, or workers with the boss, or whoever, become very smooth, calm, and very fun to have, like the relationship Jesus Christ has with God himself. Now, there are many advantages and benefits to being submissive. For one, let's go back to that marriage example. When a wife is submissive to the husband, it becomes the husband's job to protect that woman because, of course, the woman wants to be submissive. So now the husband needs to make various decisions that will allow the woman to continuously be submissive. And that is why God has promised that anybody who has decided and takes steps to be submissive to him is going to be heard no matter what. For the eyes of the Lord are open or over the righteous, and his ears are open onto their prayers. First Peter chapter 3, verse 12. The wicked are going to be trashed by God, but the righteous, their prayers will be heard. And in fact, before they even pray those prayers, their interests would already be considered by God, and their prayers would already be answered. Hosea chapter 65, verse 24. Why? Because their prayers are in line with this will. See how submission works? It's not about it being forced. It's about these two parties or sides being in agreement. That's why sometimes relationships can flow so well, so fast, while others are not going very well. There's crisis everywhere. There's a crisis of ideas because people can't really agree which one's better, but in reality, when there is a pilot and when there is a passenger, when there is authority and when there are subordinates, that's what makes relationships go fast. And God himself does not deal with people who think they're too big for God. No, God just laughs at such people because they're going to cook their own ways that they're going to have to suffer from. Proverbs chapter 1 from verses 24 to 30. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord and he shall lift you up. James chapter 4, verse 10. Jesus Christ had occasion to thank God for the fact that he hid these things, hid the truth, hid the ability to worship him from the Pharisees, from the Sadducees, from the scribes, from people who already convinced themselves that they were already God's children, but revealed them unto babes. 
people who were maybe non-entities in the society, but to God, people who were very valued because they were humble. According to Matthew chapter 11 and verses 25 and 26. And I want to address one more thing. And this also has to do with the marriage part. Many people, when it comes to submission, they want to counter that with what St. Peter had talked about in 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 5. Everybody being subject one to another. Oh, okay. Now wives don't have to obey their husbands because St. Peter himself said that they have to be together. They have to be equal. Well, submission and humility, as of course, humility is the only thing that makes submission possible, goes both ways. It's not just the subordinates that are supposed to be submissive and humble to the leaders, but the leaders also have to be humble. For example, God is a leader of his children, but he's also humble because if he wasn't, then everybody would be destroyed because one sin or another would have caused that to happen. Psalm chapter 130 and verses 3 and 4. But because he is forgiving and humble, that is why we are still talking. That is why we're still singing. That is why some of us are taking that for granted and being proud. And that is why some of us are being submissive. Therefore, it's very important that we have the understanding each person has to do their own kind of humility. One person has to be submissive. The other has to accept that submission by being humble and lowering himself to the extent that both can work together and have a really good, successful relationship. I hope we now have the understanding on why it is important to be submissive and why many people have given up on that idea simply because it's so difficult to them. There is a very popular quotation in the idea of Christianity. Come on to me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Matthew chapter 11 from verses 28 to 30. This yoke is not mine. This yoke is not riches. This yoke is not big houses, big cars, etc. No, this yoke is the idea of humility and the idea of submission. Because such things are not only easy if we understand them, but they create success in all kinds of relationships, all kinds of God's children. It's very important we keep this in mind. And I choose to end my talk on the subject, submission and its difficulties. To conclude this episode, I once again have a tune that some of us might be familiar with. this video hope you learned something most importantly please try to subscribe and share this video because submission like i said is the key to success and i promise you if you just accept this token that god has sold to every child of himself benefits will come 
almost instantly and will last the duration of our lives. Thank you for listening. Oh, one more thing. If you like what you heard today, feel free to share a message at https colon double slash anchor.fm slash it pays to fear God slash message. Once again, that's https colon double slash anchor.fm slash it pays to fear God slash message. Hope to hear your wonderful feedback.